1: Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse
0: Welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0 and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host today, Vanessa. I'm really happy to be back in the studio. I've been (laughs) um, gallivanting around the countryside a little bit previously and then I hurt myself and I've been at home. So actually just getting out and about and getting on with life like... How have you ever had that? Like where something comes up and you can't do what you normally do and you just notice how much you miss how easy things are when it's going well, which is what I want to talk about today is coping when things go wrong. Um, (laughs) That's probably a different way we can talk about it, but that's kind of how it phrases in my head. How do you cope with things going wrong when we have setbacks, when things are hard? What do you do to get yourself through? How do you build up your resilience? So, before we get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, Don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health and you think, hey, Progress to Health sounds like something to be really great for myself or someone else, you know. I do play that ad again at the very end of the show, so you'll be able to grab all of the contact details then. So, how do you cope with things going wrong? How do you cope with things not going the way you want? Hiccups, barriers, hurdles, like how do you pick yourself up when you fall down? And it can be like quite literal, <laughs> like me. I my I hurt my knee and I couldn't walk properly. So like what? Or sometimes it's our mental health. Like actually, we go th- have another episode of depression. Or we have an episode of mania, or the suicidal ideation gets really really loud and I hear or whatever else is going on. Maybe there's something just in life that's, like, a really big challenge and it's really hard. And maybe it's just the fact that it's coming into winter and, like, the weather's horrible and it's raining lots and it's miserable and there's no more public holidays until, what are we, like, October. So, like, what is the things that make life hard and how do you get through that because obviously the way we get through it, like our ability to cope and pick ourselves up and keep going, is our resilience. But sometimes I find that can be a bit of a word. I know for myself, and like talking to quite a few people, sometimes resilience is like, how, what are your, what are your resilience strategies? And it kind of like people are like, yeah, what? No, I. Eh. Or they think if I actually have any then I'm actually going to be seen as someone who can cope with things going wrong. And when things go wrong, I don't feel like I can cope. Like, it just feels overwhelming. And so I really like the word resilience. I like what it means. I like how it can be used. But I can really get that it can be quite not great for some people. So I'm just going to use what do you do to get through when things go wrong? Because I think that's reasonably broad. Um, Because everyone has something, even if it's literally, I realise I can't do the thing, that I can't affect the thing that's going wrong, I can't make it better, uh, and I just have to look after myself. So I go to bed and I sleep for as long as possible and I eat some food in front of the TV and then I try again in a day's time or two days' time. Or I, you know, it doesn't have to be your resilience strategy, your coping with things going wrong doesn't have to be actually affecting the thing it doesn't have to be you pick yourself up by your bootstraps immediately and get jump into it because I bet you a large majority of us who are listening to this have gone through some at some point someone saying oh just get over it. it's not that bad it's not really a problem actually I've been sad before and I was fine Um, or whatever other kind of stigmatizing discriminatory belittling statement some people have have said to us But I know all of us because the sheer fact that you are here today and the sheer fact that you are listening to a radio show about mental health and about fighting stigma and just creating a life that you enjoy, I know you are a fighter. I know you are someone who picks yourself up. And it may be you don't pick yourself up as fast as you want to. Maybe you don't pick yourself up in the way that you think is the best way to do it. Maybe you are like me and your internal monologue is really nasty sometimes and just tells you all the things you're doing wrong. And that could be totally true. But the fact that you have got yourself here, you are got to today, I know you have some ways to deal with like life going wrong. right? And what I think is really good is to have a think about hey, I can do this. I have got to hear. It doesn't mean my life is brilliant. It doesn't mean I don't want to change things. It doesn't mean there's not some more growth and improvement and difference that I want in my life. But what it is is about acknowledging that you have got some abilities. And that, do you know what? One of the most powerful things I had is I had um, a counselor one time say to me, Just because you state to me all of the coping strategies you've got doesn't mean I then expect you to have done all of them and for it to have worked. I don't even expect you to have done all of them. I just want to know that you know them (laughs) so that if you're in the space where you can try them and give them a darn good go, you do. You know what to do because we can't do anything if we don't have any knowledge. If we're at that point of we don't know, we don't know, you can't do anything, right? Like It just stays the way it is. And it was just so freeing being told by a counsellor, like my therapist, saying, hey, actually, I really like that you can give me seven different scenarios of things you could do to support yourself when this thing's going wrong. I really like that. And I hear that you did one of them, and that's fine. And then you kind of crumpled into a ball, and you did this kind of maladaptive coping strategy. Pretty much, I went to bed and ignored the world for two days. Um, And she said, that's completely fine, because you know what? You didn't make the situation worse. You didn't damage yourself. You didn't do anything that's got a long-lasting effect of bad. And you recognise that you gave it one a go and that didn't work and that was enough to to stop everything. That's fine. Maybe next time you'll try two. And it was the biggest thing for me of the fact that I had someone who felt quite, like, really knowledgeable and knew me and was really good about... And she was a very big proponent for just get up and do something, right? She was very much into that. Something's going wrong. Is there anything you can do to affect the outcome? Go do that thing, right? Because like, obviously, you know, if it's weather, we can't just go change the weather. But you can make sure you've got nice, sho- good shoes that don't have holes in them. You have an umbrella. You have a raincoat. Um, maybe you can organize things so you don't have to leave the house, like what can you do to affect the outcome of how you feel and what gets happen what happens and then go do that thing that have her say to me actually it's okay if you can't do that right now like it is all right it is okay to take a day off it is okay to take a moment off it is okay to not make the action right at this moment and that was just so freeing so for me just knowing that actually sometimes the strategy for coping with things going wrong is that i go i need to have a break right now so I can get over the emotional impact of what's happening and then I'll start doing the logic and pick myself up stuff later. And that was huge for me. So I'm gonna do our usual thing where I put a song on and get you to go think about something. So I want you to go away and think about like if stuff goes wrong, whether it's your mental health, your physical health, like your environment, like you get a your car breaks down and you run out of petrol or some random bill you weren't expecting goes out and you can't pay your rent. Or someone says something horrible to you, or you stub your toe, or actually wake up and there's no milk left for a coffee, like whatever it is, right? Big, small, anything. What do you do to cope with that? Like, how, what are the things you do? What do you say to yourself? What are the physical actions you take? Who do you turn to? What are the What are the strategies you use to help you get through things going wrong? So when you have a real think about that, well, I play an awesome song from No Doubt, here is the climb on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0.
1: I'm so very
0: Welcome back to The Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM FreeFM Nine Point Zero Independent Community Media. I'm your host, Dave Vanessa, and I'm talking all about coping when things go wrong. So kind of like, what's your resilience? So did you ever think, while you're listening to The Climb by No Doubt, about like, what do you do? How do you get through? What helps you deal with things going wrong? Because I think it's really important, like with so many of our things in our life, whether it's mental health related or not. Knowing how to handle it when things don't go well can make an enormous difference. Um, I have a little bit of a saying called an emotional umbrella because actually I don't mind going for a walk if it may rain if I have an umbrella because then actually if it does rain I know I'm not going to get wet. My glasses aren't going to get wet. I'm still going to be able to see. It all will all be fine. I may get damp shoes, but who cares, right? Like I I feel like I can cope with whatever happens, right? But if I don't have an umbrella and it may rain, I just I keep spending the entire walk thinking, is it going to rain? Am I going to get wet? What's going to happen? Am I going to have to take my glasses off at some point so I can actually see better, which is still not a great thing. Like, you know, like my brain is worrying about the what-ifs. Whereas if I have the umbrella, I'm not worrying about them. And that's like the emotional version. Like, if you actually know what you can do when things go wrong, it acts like that, carrying that umbrella when you go for a walk where it may rain. Because you know what's going to happen. Or you know... You know what you're going to do if something does happen, should I say, if that's the right way to say it. So what are some of the things that you do? Because I know for myself, like, having strategies, like, so that I know what could happen, what I could do if stuff goes wrong, makes an immense, immense difference. Because (laughs) it was really funny. So when I really hurt my knee recently, the biggest problem I had was the fact that I couldn't walk and I wasn't at home and I wasn't near anyone who I knew, so I couldn't ask for help. I end up having to call an ambulance. And it was a big thing for me because I was like, but I'm not bleeding. <laughs> like, I'm not about to die. I don't feel like I should need to ring an ambulance. But I need to get to a doctor to find out what's wrong because my knee's not working. And I physically can't get myself there. And I realized all of my strategies around coping with that going wrong were to ask for help from people. And normally, I'm really lucky, like because I was away from t- home at the time. And normally when I'm at home, there's a lot of people I can call on, Right. I have friends and family all over the place in Hamilton. And so there's normally someone I can call on, right? And so I realized that was a really big strategy in mind that I couldn't use. So it really threw me. So I think it's really always important to have multiple things in our coping box, right? Like whatever our strategies are, have more than a couple. Because what happens if you're not near where you can access one or two of them, right? Um, So it's really important, I think, to have... And I, I really like the whole, the same way I do when I'm supporting someone or using it for myself, creating a wrap plan and talking about what is my regular like, like what's my everyday life like. Um, and so talking about your thought process, your your behavior, your actions and your environment. So I think about my strategies in that way. So what are the things I can think for myself? What are the things I can say to myself in my head that will make a difference. Like, are there some affirmations? Is it just about actually doing a, um, reminding myself that actually this is okay, this too will pass. Is it doing a, an action could be, um, like doing a gratitude exercise, like going, what is there about the situation that's okay? What am I grateful for in life in general at the moment? If the situation is nothing, I can't change anything in the situation. But it's about reminding myself that there are still some good things in life. Maybe it's, I know some of the physical things I do, some of the actions I do, uh, have a cup of tea, (laughs) have a cup of tea and a piece of toast. Um, I have to say uh, that whole cup of tea and a biscuit thing, it does really help calm me down and make me feel like I have a bit more of coping ability. Um, Having a nap, I definitely believe in the human reset, which is what I call it, because it's kind of like a computer, you know when your computers break (laughs) and not doing what you want. And they always say, have you turned it off and turned it back on again? I personally think going for a sleep is the same thing for the human body and the human mind. Have a nap, have a break, take some time out can make a really big difference. Um, I find having a hug from someone, spending some time with someone, talking over the problem. Like if there's something that has a whole bunch of steps or I'm really stressed out about it, talking to someone makes an immense, immense difference. For the environment, one of the things I find really important is, is there something in my environment that is also causing me some stress, right? Like, is there something else that's bugging me in my environment? And so that's kind of, it's, but that's something I can actually deal with, right? So I haven't done the dishes in two days. And in the back of my mind, my mind's going, hey, you really suck. You never do your dishes, blah, blah, ma." right? Like, whatever the internal dialogue is. I can deal with doing my dishes. I can't change the weather or whatever this horrible person's saying or whatever this bad thing is that's going on. Sometimes we can't affect that. But I can remove the small stressor that's happening in my life. So then it means I have more coping ability for the thing I can't change. So that's kind of how I look at it. So I look at it, thoughts, actions and environment. And I do that because I know for myself when I'm really stressed, I need shorthands. I need things to remind me of what to do. Because actually, in the moment, I'm going to be so stressed, I can't think of anything. And sometimes the easiest way for me to go is I ring someone and chat to them and say, ah, this is happening, I don't like it. But quite often, while explaining the situation, I can come up with ideas about what I can do to tackle it, or to get through it, or survive it. But sometimes we don't have anyone in our lives that we can call, whether that's we don't have anyone really close that we actually aren't involved in one of the situations, so you feel comfortable talking to them about it, or maybe it's a situation of it's 2am, you don't have anyone in your life who's willing to answer the phone at 2am, which I totally understand. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to do a series of support lines. And we do this every single show on Fighting Stigma. So if you don't catch these today, you can catch this again next week or in any of our podcasts, which you can get through the Free FM website on freefm.org.nz or through Spotify. So grab a pen and paper and write some of these down. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called. So Need to Talk? One seven three seven it's a free call or text service, and it's available twenty four seven so twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. so you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor, and their service is completely free, so if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call, or give them a text one seven three seven. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. Want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support, that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, So the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. So thank you very much for joining us today on the Fighting Stigma show. Hopefully this has given you a few ideas about kind of how to tackle it when something goes wrong. But from us all here, take care.